RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. It's Thursday morning at Reality Check Radio. Thursday morning is now Perigo's Perspective Morning. And Lindsay joins me now with his perspective. And Lindsay, Anzac Day, how was it for you? Very, very solemn, uh, which fact I shall mention in my perspectives this morning. But overall, and this was reinforced hearing Joe Biden's announcement that he will be running for re-election, and the word he used repeatedly was freedom. Now, that's the last person on earth who should be talking about freedom. He's done more to destroy freedom than just about anybody else on the planet in the last few years. So we bandy the term about, of course, a lot at this time of year, but we need to make sure that we're very clear what it means and that in these Orwellian times, there are people using the word who mean the opposite. And we think of the Anzacs, they went out there fighting to have all this undone. I wouldn't have thought. I think they'd be appalled by a lot of what is going on. And again, I shall make more than passing reference to one or two such things in my text this morning. All right, we're ready to go. Let's hear Perigo's perspective for Thursday morning, the 27th of April. The airwaves are yours, Lindsay. Thank you. Well, bewitched, bothered and bewildered have I been this past week, not to mention a tad befuddled because it seemed as if we were having two Easter weeks in a row. And this old chap, even more than usual, didn't know whether he was Arthur or Martha, but bewitched by the reaffirmations of yesteryear and a pervasive decency that can still be manifest when the occasion demands, bewitched by the solemnizing of super rugby and other sporting fixtures with Anzac observances, the spectacle of vast crowds, heads bowed in reverential silence as the heartbreaking strains of the last post rent the air, commemorating those who had fought and died for freedom. Bothered and bewildered because that very freedom is still being threatened from within, as the likes of Comrade Chris and Curry Allen try to succeed where Hitler failed in ending free speech. It needs to be emblazoned across the sky. There is no such thing as a right not to be offended not just bothered and bewildered, but beyond appalled by the fact that Fox News has just dumped Tucker Carlson, in recent years one of the brightest lights in the free speech firmament. I'll have more to say about this next week when more will be known, but you can bet your boots this is part of Fox's efforts to appease the swamp, the warmongers, the rhinos, the elites, and of course, George Soros. In the process of this appeasement, Fox will plummet to CNN-level ratings from its current position right at the top. Woke fascism overrides everything, it seems, including the bottom line. Bothered, deeply bothered by Biden, his Bolshevism, 
and his bewilderment. But back to more edifying themes. Bewitched by the emerging talents of tennis, resplendent in Barcelona, especially the tournament winner, the poised and passionate Carlos Alcaraz. Bothered by the thought that we haven't produced another Chris Lewis in 40 years. Bewitched by memories of Barry Humphreys, whose death reminded us of a time when drag was funny and humour was allowed. Drag didn't mean a murderous mob in Albert Park, nor was it the purview of pronoun pillocks. Bewitched by memories of the great broadcaster through whom I met Edna Everidge, Jessica Waddell. Immaculately elocuted through her training with the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, Jessica did a Lady Bracknell that would have done Dame Edith Evans proud. Oh, Handberg, on its own, would have been worth the price of admission, let alone... I have always been of the view that a man who desires to get married should know either everything or nothing. Which do you know? I know nothing, Lady Bracknell. I'm pleased to hear it. I do not approve of anything that tampers with natural ignorance. Ignorance is like a delicate, exotic fruit. I touch it, and the bloom is gone. The whole theory of modern education is radically unsound. Fortunately, in England, at any rate, education produces no effect whatsoever. If it did, it would prove a serious danger to the upper classes and probably lead to acts of violence in Grosvenor Square. Jessica was an excellent interviewer with numberless memorable encounters to her credit, including, of course, Barry Humphreys and Danny LaRue. When I first met her as a cadet placed under her wing, I asked if she were related to the W. Waddell of Pinehaven, who wrote copious and, to me at the time, unintelligible letters to the editor of the Dominion about metaphysics and epistemology. She replied, yes, darling, he's my brother. And what's more, you're going to interview him. I did. He won. Jessica's voice was a much better proof of the existence of God than any of St. Anselm's or Aquinas's. One of these days, Paul and I will do a feature on great broadcasters of the past, and you'll hear what I mean. What she would make of the contemporary squawking, screeching, quacking, upward-inflecting and vocal fry that has replaced human speech, I shudder to think. Years ago, Dominion columnist Carl Dufresne wrote, I have heard it argued that none, none of this matters as long as we can understand what people are saying, to which my reply is twofold. First, it's physically painful to listen to some of these awful voices torturing the language. And second, it's getting to the point where we can't understand them. It's only a matter of time before we'll need subtitles on the TV news bulletins to explain what some female journalists and newsreaders are saying. Well, that point is here. What a far cry from such glories as Jessica. Actually, 
Tucker Carlson squawked and quacked and gabbled and upward inflected, but I could put up with it because he was endeavouring so hard to stop the whole world being turned into communist China, if not incinerated. So a week of being bewitched, bothered and bewildered, I can feel a song coming on. Jessica, who often said her men friends came in pairs, would love this one. This is Samuel Barnett in The History Boys. I'm wild again, beguiled again, a simpering, whimpering child again, bewitched. Bothered and bewildered am I Couldn't sleep and wouldn't sleep When love came and told me I shouldn't sleep Bewitched, bothered and bewildered am I Lost my heart, but what of it? He is cold, I agree He can laugh, but I love it Although the love's on me I'll sing to him Each spring to him And worship the trousers That cling to him Bewitched Bothered and bewildered Am I? RCR with Paul Brennan Reality Check Radio